People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. You already know who it is, obviously, Arsenio reporting, not live, from Bangkok. Guys, it's the Ramble of Positivity. Oh, these are some of my favorite, favorite episodes. Man, so many things. I've had to overcome so many things. After doing these last turning points with the Napoleon Hill's uh, Law of Success in terms of identifying your turning points and seeing how you, you know, where you were to where, you basically where you have uh, you have gone now. I am just utterly amazed that I never gave up. Guys, just, just two days ago, I was actually, uh, I, I guess you could say, laid off to a certain extent uh, from one particular place based on whatever it was. Now, the last time I actually had something like this happen to me, uh, basically, I used my arms too much. I was too funny. I was too personable. I dressed too well. Some of the most outlandish comments I've ever heard in my life. Um, and now, all of a sudden, you know, that particular Wednesday night, uh, I received an email from some someone that's not even worth mentioning saying, hey, you know what? Uh, basically, you're being relieved of, uh, you know, t- you were going to have to, they want a change of teacher. And there's a number of details and a number of reasons that, and... I'm so grateful for that happening because now I understand what was trying to emerge and it's all based on what my core genius is, you know, kind of like that GPS system. You need to follow what you're going after. I'm talking about the true passion in life, what your definite chief aim, your purpose. When you start following that, things are going to start happening. Things such as even where I used to work, where I thought it was, you know, well, I would I wouldn't say it's, it was an enjoyable experience. I'm actually extremely grateful for being out of there, uh, with or you know, with or without, and I could give a damn about the money because uh, that's way out of the question now. Because, whew, boy, I'm finally starting to get to that realm to whereas I'm going to be financially independent. So, it's the matter of freeing up time and focusing on the truth. What is the truth? It's basically looking back on those seven points, guys. You know, that first point, living in Chantaburi, Chantaburi, Thailand. Man, I remember I would go to restaurants, order food, and they would never serve me my food, and they would just look at me and laugh at me like I'm like about like I was a dumbass. Um, I remember some of the parents would drop some of their kids off and some of the kids, uh, well, you know, those particular parents would just give me dirty looks. Then they would look at, of course, the Anglo for, uh, foreign teachers there. They would just, oh, hello, somebody come. Man, throughout all those times, I never gave up. Going into turning point number two. Turning point number two. Basically, being broken, broken. Having only $10 to my name. Having to do visa runs and border runs that would take an entire day to do and go from one province all the way to the south border to Malaysia to get a new 15-day visa only to do that two weeks later for three three consecutive times over the course of six weeks. Having to do that and go through the things I've gone through. And I remember I was coming home from work one day and just looked up at this looked up at this girl who was talking to one of her friends laughing and right when she looked at me that that was probably one of the worst looks I've ever gotten in my life thank you I say that with the biggest smile on my face going to turning point number three October 2014 
one of the most difficult, <laughs> the most difficult month of my life. Applying for 60 jobs, getting two responses. The other five responses would be, show me a picture of your face. I would say, why? I've got to see what color you are. You know? Having those things happen. I remember going to an interview with three other Filipinos. They said, okay, Filipino, 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 black. Get out. <sighs> Thank you. Going into the next turning point, you know, when I had to make a decision, woke up one day and said, you know what, I'm no longer going to work at this place. I could do so much more. There's greatness within me, like Les Brown says. And he has said and saying to this day, going through those trials, those tribulations and having to fight through, fight off a couple of full-time teachers that basically were nowhere near me in terms of teaching and having to battle through the racism and institutionalized racism that goes on in the, my primary job and battling through that that culminated what to what's happened just happened two days ago Whew. let's go back to the turning point i've got to say thank you all of this was the build-up you know having the entire thing that you know went down the way it did uh, basically with, um, somebody trying to get me in trouble, trying to infer and implicate me. Oh, he's, he's, he's talking about me on the podcast. You've got to do something. Pull me aside and said, hey, we've heard your podcast and, uh, teachers aren't particularly fond with it. They think you're talking about them. I said, they think or do they, or do they know? Well, they think. I said, that's not good enough. You got to give me hardcore evidence. What's the hardcore evidence? I've got to give you a warning. A warning for what? For being black? Mm. Thank you to that particular individual who literally shot himself in the foot. Going to the next turning points of having working at different companies and having an HR manager say to my face. He said to my face. He said, I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard to market a black man. It's easier to mark, market a white man. He said that to me. And I still took after and tried working for this guy. Which led up to the events that happened two days ago. Thank you. Whew. Boy. Being able to go to Vietnam. Being able to go to Bali. Being able to go to the Maldives. Being able to go to my favorite country in Malaysia twice. Singapore. Layovers. Japan. Korea. Go back to Australia. Go back to America, Kazakhstan, Philippines, Australia, Cairo, Egypt, Samoa, in the crosshairs next year. I just try making sense of all of this, guys. I really do. Why didn't I give up? Why don't you give up on the things you're trying to achieve? That's the beauty about life. You know, we get, we, there are so many curveballs and so many things get thrown at us. And some people, you get hit with one and they fall down. They never get up and they just cry wolf. They give up and they say, man, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to point fingers at people. So many African Americans, man. I remember a story where I actually near one of the massive immigration places here where a lot of racism happens. Um, 
black guy was teaching, African-American from New York. Guy came in, he said, excuse me, can I talk to you? He said, sure. He said, the coordinator of the place, he said, I'm sorry, I've got to let you go. The student's parents don't want a black teacher. And that man got up, he said, man, fuck this, I don't need this. Excuse my language. And he walked out. Went back to America. And all of that, if he did not, and I mean, if he did not give up right then and there, Imagine the story he would have today. See, guys, I just got relieved of a position at a place I really didn't want to be. And by next year, when I'm flying in a plane to go do a TEDx in in Morocco or in Georgia or in India, I'm going to be laughing. <laughs> I really am, man. This cracks me up because I'm like, Jesus. Like, you're letting go of me? Okay. Thank you for the time. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Being able to teach here. Uh, Crossroads were met. Well, you know what? I just need you to do me one favor. Yes. The people who are possibly going to listen to this podcast... You know, just do me one favor. Stay exactly who you are. Yeah, those people, I know exactly who you are. Please, you're my story. You cre- you have created the same racism and the same everything created such a magnificent story today. And all I can do is just sit here. And be just so wholeheartedly 150% grateful for everyone who has come in and has walked out of my life. This is the beauty. This is when you guys can just dig real deep. Close your eyes and ask yourself and tell yourself, man, what can I be grateful for on this magnificent morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it may be. Boy, we go through these things because they build us and they are just wonderful. And it's just going to be a funny story in the end. Anyways, you know exactly who you are. You know how much of a magnificent being you are. All of you have greatness within you. And we go through things in life because it's a test of character. And we need it to go forward. I just want to take my time out to say thank you to the people of Hungary, people of the UK, my folks in Birmingham. Thank you so much. Thank you to my Costa Ricans, my El Salvadorians, my Panamanians, my unbelievable Mexicans, my Puerto Ricanos, um, my Australians, my Kiwis, my Mongolians, my Tajikistanians. I can't even say it. I don't even know how to say it. I'm sorry. I kind of blew that one up. My Kyrgyzstanians. Oh, God, I am not even going to try it again. My Georgians, my Cyprusians, my Italians, my Spanish, my Danes from the Den. From the Den. That sounds cool. From Denmark, from Switzerland. Um, I just got my folks from Jamaica. Oh, I really got to give a shout out to my folk in Riyadh. Saudi Arabia. Guys, you guys are my oxygen. You guys, 
You guys don't even know, man. But I take you with me every day. You don't even know that. But I'm letting you know right now. I take you guys with me in my heart every day. And right when my phone's on my chest and I see all these geolocations and different people in different countries popping up out of nowhere listening to me, I just say thank you. Whoever it is out there right now listening to me, you are my courage. You're what keeps me going. Like a lot of people, they have family. They have different people that come into their lives. They have significant others, which, you know, apparently I have and stuff. And they have these types of people that keep me going. But, man, it's like I'm making a change just being able to speak into my life. My, like this, this microphone that I'm sitting in front of right now, this is my life. And being able to speak with life to other people who are in search of whatever it is they're trying to search for. It's a remarkable blessing. Guys, I've been through so much, you know. Man, I remember living in an apartment complex. And remember every time I came home, this, this, this beauty shop was in front of the apartment complex. And there was a tomboy there and another woman. And they would have a gang, a mafia of men there. And they would say some really nasty stuff in Thai. Of course, they don't say it in English because they know it would be hell on earth. But they'd say it in Thai. I want to say thank you to you guys. Thank you to all the jobs and all the international schools and all the government sector schools and the teachers who have done me bad. I was just telling some of my students just a couple days ago. I said, you know what? The perpetual racism that happens here. It always and it's just it, it just continues to happen because I mean when you have a Gen X teacher, a Thai teacher who brings a cup a fair skinned te- uh, student to the front of the class and they bring someone that's uh, more darker complexion and say, Okay, this is handsome, this is ugly pointing out of course the quote unquote white child is being handsome and the darker one is ugly. That perpetual racism but that right there that's what got me to where I am today. Really? Yeah, it's the truth. It is the truth. And I just, I don't know how I could really break this down into words or whatnot. And I know I always talk about this and stuff like that. But, man, I am sitting here on this evening so grateful for everything that has taken place over the last four years in this country that's as opportunistic as any other country on this planet. Now, in that opportunist, opportun, opportunism, in all of that opportunity came a lot of ugly. And that's what you're going to endure in the process of the unfoldment. Yep, I just created a word of your soul. It's going to be a lot of ugly times. It's going to be a lot of things saying, you know what? Oh, my God, the power is cut off. I don't have food. I don't have this. I don't have that. I've been there, people. The transgressions. I remember 14 years ago, my mom had to sell her car to get us some food and get us a proper Christmas. I remember a lady, a childhood friend of my sister, her mother came to our house I think it was either Thanksgiving morning or the day before Thanksgiving to give us a full course one to two hundred dollar Thanksgiving meal for my mom to cook. And my mom cried like a baby. 
We've all been there. But these moments are some of the best moments. Because it shows us who we are and it creates the most unimaginable story that cannot be fabricated whatsoever. And you are the only person that can tell such a story. Guys, I'm telling you today to speak. Let your voice be heard. Show the word. Show the world who you are. And be grateful for absolutely everything that comes your way. Because our greatest motivations, as Lisa Nichols says, comes wrapped in sandpaper. This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.